NBA talk. I'm going to hit y'all with the MVP today. Well, for now, for now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. want to welcome you all to the best sports podcasting show in Pennsylvania. If you guys are listening for the first time, I want to say welcome. Make sure you share with your friends. Get it out to everybody. And if you're good enough at sports talk or debates, feel free to come on for a debate. Our next episode that we have coming on, we've got a debate. We're going to be debating in WWE. we got Mankind versus The Rock. It's going to be a great one. But we do all sports debates. We do basketball debates, hockey debates, UFC debates, you name it. We also do our own predictions, breakdowns, stuff like that. Now, today's episode, we're going to be doing breakdowns. We're going to be doing breakdowns. We're going to hit you guys with the NBA MVP. As of right now, it's January 25th. And there is, if it ended today, the odds on favor would be the winner. We're talking about the odds on favor at minus 110. And Nikola Jokic, a.k.a. the Joker. As of right now, there's no denying that the guy should get MVP number three. But a lot of people don't want a lot of people don't want to give it to him. I put a poll up on my Instagram and I said, is it Jokers to lose or will it be somebody else? And 70% of that poll said somebody else is the MVP. Now I don't know if you guys are just hating, which I actually think you are, or if you guys truly believe in your soul. That somebody else is worthy of the MVP at this given moment in time. Or maybe you guys were voting going forward. Predictions. But even then, I think it's hate. Listen, as you see watching the podcast, I'm from Philadelphia. I love my 76ers. I love Joel Embiid. I feel like I voted for him last year, but I had no problem with Joker winning. His numbers were great. He was clearly, his production was great. And this year he's doing the same exact thing. The only difference is this. He's actually doing it a little bit better. And his team's winning more. So I don't understand how those of you that voted were against Joker. I think it's just hate. And I hate it too. <laughs> Honestly, I want Joel Embiid to win the MVP. I want, I want somebody else to win the MVP, like maybe a Luka or, hell, even a John Moran out there win the MVP. But the stuff this guy's doing, we've never seen it. This guy's unbelievable. We're going to get into that a little bit more here right coming up. But as of now, the favorite to win it is Joker, minus 110. Then you got Luka, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid. That's to close it out, followed by Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm going to give you guys a little different slate here. Number five. I think it's a tight race here for number five, to be honest with you guys. I think number five, in my honest opinion, is John Morant. I think it's John Morant simply because his athleticism, what he's bringing to the game. I feel like the MVP not only should be numbers, it should be winning, but it should also be now like what they bring to the game, to be honest with you. It's most valuable player. So ticket sales, jersey sales, all that type of stuff should be involved in into the conclusion for the voting, in, in my opinion. That's how modernized sports are being. And I believe John Morant's one of, if not the face of the NBA, now and going forward. 
He's right there. I mean, we still got the old heads in there like LeBron, KD, but John Morant, the stuff that he's doing is is phenomenal. Like, the only reason I have him number five is simply because he hasn't really played every game. And his team without him is still very good. But I don't think just because your team is good should knock you off of winning an MVP. They're number two in the West right now at 31 and 16. They're number one in the Western Conference, number two in the NBA in points difference with John Morant on the court. He's averaging 27.2 points per game, 7.9 assists per game, 5.5 rebounds per game. He's a point guard who can jump, who can dunk. He's electrifying. I think he's number five. A guy that I have tied with him at number five is Giannis. Giannis could honestly be number one on this board as well. But I have him number five simply because they've taken a a, a downfall a little bit in the last couple games. Have the, uh, the what's it called? The, the Bucks. The Bucks haven't been that good their last two, three weeks. A lot of that has to do with they don't have Middleton. He just came back. Giannis has been on and off. But as of right now, Giannis is number five tied with John Morant, in my opinion. He's averaging 30.9, 11.9, and 5.3. If you look at his numbers compared to what he had in his two MVP seasons, he's actually better right now. His team's number three at 30 and 17. But the stuff that he's been doing earlier in the year to keep his team afloat is absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. Guy's probably, in my honest opinion, I think he's probably the best player in the NBA. If we were doing a draft, I'd probably take him number one overall. That's questionable. That's debatable. I understand that. My Philly fans out there saying, you take him over Joel? I, I would. Giannis does everything. This man is doing everything. He's getting levels to his game. He's learned how to pass. See the open defender. He's getting better at the free throw line. But he's starting to get a little unhealthy. But as of right now, I think he's tied with Morant. Number five is questionable right there, right there. Number four. The reason I don't have this guy number one is because the top three guys are that good. The top three guys are that good. We're talking about Jason Tatum, number one in the East, number one in the NBA. The thing that is knocking Jason Tatum down is this. Not that he's number three in the NBA with points per game at 31. Not that he's averaging 8.4 rebounds per game. Not that he's averaging 4.4 assists per game at a forward position. All phenomenal. All phenomenal. We know what Jason Tatum is like. He's clutch. He hits game winners. Not that he has 20 30-point games and the fact that the team is 19-1 and in those games. That, that, that's all unbelievable stats. But stats aren't the only thing that's going to get you the MVP this year. you got to have a lot of stuff. you got to have everything being basically pretty much perfect. The thing that is knocking Jason Tatum down from the number one stat is this. With Jason Tatum on the court, Boston is a plus 9.1 point differential. With him off the court, they are plus 2.2. Now I get it, that's a 7 point drop off. But out of all these guys that are in the top 5 consideration for MVPs, he's the only one that's positive with them off. So, I'm like I said about Ja, I'm not going to knock the team 
with Jason Tatum, considering the fact that they're that good. But when it comes into actually winning MVP compared to the guys that are above him, that does make a difference. That does make a difference. It is absolutely phenomenal that they are 19-1 and when Jason Tatum scores 30 points, though. That just shows his leadership that when he does take control of the game and score, they win. They win. We've seen that in the playoffs. We've seen that so far this year. So, I mean, Jason Tatum winning MVP, I have no, no beef about it. But I think these three other guys are ahead of him. Now, I'm, I might get knocked a little bit for this one, but as of right now, Number three, I got Luka Doncic. My early preseason MVP vote was for Luka. I still think Luka can win it. You watch this guy. This guy does some things that are just like, how? How does he do that? How does he cross somebody over when he moves that slow? But, I mean, hey, he's unbelievable this year. He's number one in usage rate in the NBA at 37.3%. That's a stat right there that could easily, given his production numbers, could make him win MVP. Number two in the NBA in points per game at 33.6 points per game. We already know this guy can score 50 on you right away. This guy can put up 40 a night. But he's not number one. Which is absolutely crazy considering the fact that we've seen him have so many 35, 40 point games. He ain't number one in points per game. Which I think that's crazy, but he's not number one. He's number two in guards in rebounds per game at 8.9, which is awesome. He's number four in assists per game. Sorry, assists per game at 8.9. And he's number four in guards at 8.7. He's pretty crazy. He's one of two guys that have 20-plus points per game. And he's in the top five in assists per game. That's it. Only guys. The other guys above him. The crazy thing about Luke is this. He's an offensive machine. This guy can score on anyone. He's a literal, literal bucket. The thing that is the difference between Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Luka is team record and defense. That's the only reason Luka is not number one. Stat-wise, you take Luka off that team, they're done. You take him off that done, they're done. You said that about a lot of these guys, specifically Luka, because of that usage rate at 37.3%. You take him off Dallas, they're done. They might be the worst team in the NBA. So that right there alone might, might, might win an MVP vote. But the fact that his defense is so bad is it's... It's unbelievable. Dallas is only plus .4 points per game. They're not even a point above. .4 points per game. That's it. So they, the usage number shows because of the defense. We seen on ESPN a couple days ago, Jason Kidd was yelling at the team because they weren't playing any defense. Luka's their leader, and he plays no defense. If Luka would play... more defense than he currently plays, hands down, MVP, probably almost like every year because of what he has the ability to do. As of right now, I don't have Luka winning an MVP, but he's still young, 23, 24 years old. He's going away and won. 
Hell, he might even perform a lot now, the rest of the season, to win one. Dallas is 25-23, and 23, number 5 in the West. Now, that's not really bad, to be honest with you, because we know where they came from. But the thing that has pushed Luka back from number 1, which I did have him number 1 a couple weeks ago, is the fact that they're 3-7 and seven in the last 10. That's not good. 3-7 and seven in the last 10, you're still number 5 in the West. I think in order for Luka to, to win MVP... He's going to have to be in the top four. We've seen it before, though, in Russell Westbrook and Joker, but both of them were, their numbers were crazy. They were better than Lucas were right now. But we'll see. I think Luka is going to come around. I think he's going to improve even more throughout the season. So if I was doing a bet, I'd probably put a sleeper pick on Luka. But as of right now, January 25th, he's number three on my list. Now, number two, you guys might think I'm a little bit biased here, but I got my guy right here, Joel Embiid. You're probably saying, how's Joel Embiid above Luka? Nobody really thought that Dallas was going to be a championship team. If you did, you're crazy. You're probably a Dallas fan. A lot of people questioned, will the Sixers be an MVP because of Harden or because of Maxi? We saw what the team was like with and without Joel Embiid. We saw what happened to the Sixers as soon as Joel Embiid came back. Dominant. They're number two in the East right now. And the majority of that is because of Joel Embiid. They play in a tougher conference than than the Western Conference. They play a lot rougher schedule. If you look at the schedules, they have had a lot more road games. Than the other teams. And they're number two right now. And most of that attributes is because of Joel Embiid. Now I said Luka was number two in the NBA in points per game. So who's above him? Joel Embiid is. Joel's averaging 33.6 points per game. Number one in the NBA. On top of that, he's averaging 9.8 rebounds per game. 4.2 assists per game. Big man with assists like I was saying about Giannis. He's learning how to get double teams and dish. He's shooting 53.7% career high for Joel Embiid. Now, the crazy thing is about this. This is why I have him going number two right now. Since December 1st, he's averaging 35 points per game. In that time frame, the Sixers are plus 8.7 points per game, number two in the NBA, only behind Boston. That's with him back. The Sixers run as Joel runs. If Joel Embiid's out, if Joel Embiid's crying, if Joel Embiid's hurt, if Joel Embiid's fouled out, if he's having a bad game, Sixers are having a bad game. They, they, they have the ability to win a game without Joel Embiid, but not the big games. We've seen that already this year. They beat shitty teams without Joel Embiid because they can shoot, they can score sometimes. Joel Embiid is the literal engine of this team. Every team in the Eastern Conference is afraid of this team if Joel Embiid is healthy. Not a single team in the NBA is afraid of this team if Joel Embiid's hurt. None. They can win as long as Joel Embiid leads them. I'm seeing him grow. The last month, he's grown. Sixers have been phenomenal. That's why he moved up to number two in my opinion right now. 
we'll see. We got a couple big games coming up here before All Star break, before trade deadline, and I think Joe uh, Embiid is going to hang right there. He's going to be right there again. Will he get it done this year? Will it be MVP? We'll see. We'll see because we already know who I got number one. Now I'm going to read y'all some crazy stats right here and why I got this guy number one. Sorry for that, guys. had somebody at my door trying to uh, get my picks here. But anyway, back to it. Number one. We, are, we already know who number one is. It's Nikola Jokic, the Joker. The thing is about it, he won two in a row. The NBA doesn't really like giving people three MVPs in a row. But how are you going to deny the guy? The last two MVPs the guy got because of his stats, right? Not because the team was that great. His stats were phenomenal. His stats are better this year. He's averaging more in every single slot than he did the last two years. The only difference is he's not in fourth or fifth place this year. He's in first. Denver Nuggets are in first place this year. Number one. He's averaging 25.1 points per game, top 20, number 16. He's averaging 11 rebounds per game, number 6. He's averaging 9.9 assists per game, number 2. As a center, guys. I don't, I don't remember the last time we ever, we ever seen a, a center average 9.9 assists, let alone a triple-double. We're going back to Wilt. That, that's it. We're talking 30 years, 25, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. This guy's about to do that. Those stats alone right there, it's like, come on. How do you deny it? Then on top of that, guys, I just said Joel Embiid's averaging 53.7% shooting. Joker's averaging 626 Number seven in the league. This is the crazy stat. There's been 41 games played this year by Nikola Jokic. 41, okay? That's it, 41 games. He shot over 50% in every single one of those games. Not a single player in the NBA has done that this year, has done that last year, has done that in the last 20 years. 50%. And been done since Shaq. 50% or above in 41 straight games, 50 dating back to last year. Number one in defensive plus minus at 4.3. The Nuggets, number one in the West, 53 and 14. He's number one in win shares. Joker is by almost three at plus 9.2. Number one in box score plus minus at 13.1. His points per 32.4, which would be number top five in the league, considering it's about eight points above what his actual points per game is. In the last 13 games, he's averaging 25.6 points per game, 11.2 rebounds, 11.2 assists. I'm not, this ain't with Russell Westbrook, guys. This is a center. Like, unbelievable. So, you got a guy who's averaging better numbers than he did the last two MVPs. His team's better last year. And the crazy thing is this, guys. This is why I think he's going to win it. Not because of the numbers or the team's in first. Because that does hold weight. It does. But we already seen how the NBA votes. And sometimes they just don't do that. Otherwise, LeBron would have won MVP 10 years straight. This is the crazy thing. Nikola Jokic is not even in the top 25 of usage rate in the NBA at 27.5%, and he's averaging all of these numbers. 
So please tell me. How's Joker not MVP right now? How's he not MVP? Take your hate aside. Take your wants and your, your, your wishes away. And ser- seriously tell me how Joker's not MVP right now. And tell me how he's not going to legit keep these numbers up. The only way he doesn't keep these numbers up is this. His team gets hurt and his assists drop and his points go up. That's it. That's it. So his numbers are going to get better if his team gets hurt. And he's probably still going to win because they're pretty deep. So as of now, Joker, Embiid, Luka, Tatum, Ja, and Giannis. That's my MVP picks for the year right now. We're going to update you going forward because I'm curious to hear what a lot of y'all say. Uh, I want to hear a lot of your responses on why Nikola Jokic isn't, isn't the MVP. So please please hit us back. Check us out on all platforms, Facebook, social media. We're on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Be sure to check us out. Good luck. Like my picks. We'll be back later, y'all. Peace out.